Hi everyone and welcome back to Doing the Least with Cynthia and Christy. Hi everyone and I am so glad to be back uh, post Thanksgiving or post fourth Thursday of November meal. Um, I know I had a hefty plate of tamales, uh, vegetarian tamales and um, you know all the good stuff around that. Um, how was your uh, fourth Thursday of November, Christy? <laughs> how have you been? Tell me. I think good. Um, Thanksgiving was really good this year. It's always good. Um, we usually get together at my mom's, and she does all the cooking. Like I've yet to do my own Thanksgiving meal. I'm 35 years old. <laughs> I've yet to do it. However, I have contributed like side dishes over the years. That's good. Yeah. What's your favorite I've, uh, dish to like cook or eat or? <sighs> That's a good question. Specific um, so to a, this holiday. Yeah, I mean, like everyone has their different meals that they have. Like, we've always done like the traditional Thanksgiving food, but then you know I'm Mexican so like we're like always incorporate a little bit of Mexican food as well like we had pozole this year and turkey um (laughs) so it was yum but I usually don't really like eating the turkey I'm just kind of like blah about it why is it dry Uh, it's not that it's dry it's just like I mean I just don't get the hype you know like it's just a roasted bird like (laughs) Like, it's like chicken but like not chicken you know yeah um (laughs) it's fine I guess um I usually I like the ham like the slow roasted ham we didn't have that this year um but yeah, I, I don't know. Those are like the ham is usually my favorite. I'm not a big fan of potatoes, or I historically <gasps> Gasp, haven't been a the, fan the, of potatoes. The, the, let's take a pause right now. No. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I know. Like the thing is, I do eat potatoes in certain forms, but the way that most people love potatoes is usually the way that I don't love it. So like, I don't like a baked potato. <gasps> Yeah, like that's the worst. And okay, <laughs> <The> worst. <I'll... laughs> and I also don't like mashed potatoes because, like, I just don't get the hype. But I've changed over the years. So when I was younger, like, gross me out. Don't put a baked potato in my face and don't give me mashed potatoes, right? But then, like, <laughs> now that I'm older, I realize there's different ways of making these things. So I do like mashed potatoes now, depending on, like, what kind of potato is used or maybe what other ingredients oh. are in there. Okay. But I think it's the rust potatoes that I don't like. Oh, the purple ones? No, just, like, the basic potato. <gasps> Oh yeah, the big brown ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like steak fries gross me out. <gasps> really? Yeah. I love potatoes in all forms. <laughs> yeah. I'll I like it. them in all forms that are not healthy. So like fried as hell, <laughs> potato chips, really thin, crispy fries. Oh man. Um, <laughs> Like, this may be controversial, but, like, McDonald's fries are my favorite because they're just, like, the perfect size crispiness, and I don't really taste the potato that much. 
Um, what are your thoughts on in and out fries? I have to get them exclusively well done because wow. I want them crispier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a really good point because if you just get them, they yeah. to me, like they taste like a little bit of cardboard. I don't know. Something about them they're just they're just too real for me i guess i've gotten used yeah. to other types <laughs> um i'm not saying they're bad i'm just saying they taste a little bit like cardboard but uh, i mean that that reminds me of um just like uh looking forward to comfort foods uh during the holidays especially during this time um and this episode should be about comfort food what do you think christy uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. agree with you there. <laughs> um, so I looked into it a little bit. And so I'm like, okay, so what is comfort food? Like, do I define comfort food? Like, sure, I can. Um, but uh, apparently, uh, in Wikipedia, <laughs> thank you, Wikipedia, um, and all its contributors, the term comfort food comes in like the 1960s. On the Palm Beach Post, used the term comfort food quote adults when under severe emotional stress turn to what could be called comfort food food associated with the security of childhood like mother's poached eggs or famous chicken soup so you know that's that's a really um i think that's a fair definition on, on what i would say comfort food is um i think it it brings in a lot of like feelings um it also satiates my appetite at the moment um what what are your thoughts uh christy what do you think about comfort food and like what does it mean to you or what what do you think is the definition for you um i mean i can agree with that i think usually when and everyone kind of handles stress differently but I can speak for myself like when under stress there's definitely food cravings that happen and they're like very particular type of food cravings but I would say comfort food is more than just that I think there's other feelings that I might have that might bring about a craving for certain type of comfort food um and not always like severe stress like it could be maybe a different type of stress which is like maybe I have a cold I'm getting sick and Mm -hmm. like I really want soup (laughs) yeah or like I think you can even be happy and still crave comfort foods too so um I don't know I think it's just kind of about catering to so there's like that comfort like hey I'm not feeling good I'm like stressing out and I want to like comfort that but then there's also like this idea of nostalgia that maybe you just want to take a trip down memory lane and then you crave this type of food yeah yeah I mean that sounds really lovely like like uh I guess I could use an example like I know that there's these like empanadas that whenever we would visit my great-grandmother not every time but my great-aunt would make these empanadas and it would be made with uh, picadillo, which is ground beef and potatoes. Um, you know, I think it's like some salsa, red sauce. Um, and it, they were so good. And like now I think of it and it's like, you know, I could make some and it would just bring that same comfort. You know, it, right. it kind of transports me back to 
to visiting her, you know? Yeah, that's very true. It's kind of like honoring traditions and, I don't know, maybe sharing traditions with other people. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I love comfort food. Oh, yes. And I have different cravings for different scenarios, you know? (laughs) I mean, what are your your scenarios? Oh, my God. Um, Well, like I said, like, if I'm feeling sick, obviously, most of us, like, want to eat, like, soup and stuff. So I love soup um, for that. But, like, when I'm, like, really stressed, I am, like, a snack person. Mm -hmm. So, like, chips are, like, my weakness. And I love all kinds of chips. Oh, gosh. My favorites, of course. Uh, (laughs) um, Salty foods, like, very salty. Um, Maybe, like, cheesy foods, like, pizza is a good one. But pizza is, like, more, like, not when I'm, like, stressed out or, like, freaking out. It's more, that one's more, I think, of, like, a comfort food like kind of more of like a treat like a reward mm-hmm. you know like i think i'll like when i eat pizza i usually feel like i deserved this pizza yeah <laughs> and you know it's, it's funny like maybe i oh sorry go ahead. no go ahead sorry i interrupted just kind of like you know i did something really hard and now i can enjoy this pizza <laughs> no um i was gonna say that it's funny that you said like you give it's kind of like a reward system to eat comfort foods um so again uh i part of of the wikipedia page on on comfort food they talk about like the psychological effects that it has so again like what you said like high fat salty sugary foods high calorie um they could trigger that reward system in your brain and it's I mean, I think at one point I remember hearing that, like, cheese can be equivalent and addictive as, like, some sort of drug, um, as well as <laughs> I sugar. Believe it. <laughs> yeah, for sure sugar, but cheese definitely for me. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it, it, like, has this uh, response to your emotional stress, and so it's a key thing that you, that we eat throughout the United okay. States and causes a lot of us to continue to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, myself included I mean I love cheese like I'm vegetarian and I haven't been able to go (laughs) vegan yet because of the cheese the cheese is not the same (sighs) Um, I would love to (laughs) but I I just say it's hard and then I love eggs like my go-to comfort food is a bowl of rice a sunny side up like fried egg um some hot dogs like a weenie on the side some avocado some chili oil or garlic chili sauce and seaweed and you just make like little tacos with the seaweed the seaweed that sounds so good that (laughs) That was like my go like i remember working the night shift and like having you know the shifts that i would in the hospital and you know my breakfast was like my dinner i guess And then Mm -hmm. after that, I would crash out and just go to sleep at like eight in the morning or nine in the morning or whatever. But I remember coming home and preparing that and it would just give me such comfort. I don't know where this came from. Like, it's not like I grew up eating that, but it's so good. And it still gives me like so much comfort. Yeah. Well, I if there's one thing I know about you is that you do love eggs and (laughs) you love some good like egg footage too. like, yeah, like And it reminds me 
of this website <laughs> that was really popular like what 10 15 years ago yeah you remember it which one it food porn food porn, food porn yes yeah. And maybe it still exists. I don't even know. But this was like before social media was really a thing. So you yeah. would literally go on like your desktop and go to foodporn.com. Yeah. No, I don't think and, it exists anymore. And then it's just pictures of like food. But specifically, I think there were a lot of egg photos. Like packing yeah. an egg and then having it like running down like <laughs> some rice or like whatever. Yeah. It was on top. And it was like... It was literally like pornographic. Like, <laughs> it gave off that feeling for sure. Oh, yeah. um, but, like, and I remember being obsessed with eggs around that time too. But, like, I like eggs. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think I have that much of a. Yeah. Um, my husband response to hates it. <laughs> eggs. Yeah. He, he's like completely opposite. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of eggs. I think it's also what I grew up seeing in, the, in my house. I saw that eggs were a part of, like, everyday meals. Um, And so a lot of people didn't grow up with that. And I've learned that now. It's like, oh, we just, you know, had either, like, bread or cereal or toast or whatever. Mm. And I'm just like, really? No eggs? But, I mean, you know, everybody, every household is different. Um, And thankfully, my lab results are normal. And, like, (laughs) I could still be eating eggs. And I guess it's just a part of what my biology is. Um, Which, by the way, they say now that eating the yolk is not gonna cause high cholesterol oh gosh they say everything don't they it's like they've been telling my whole life exactly eat egg whites because it's healthier and turns out it's not it's everything oh man so you could have been eating the whole egg this whole time i'll just eat salads not (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh according to uh wikipedia there's examples here that um they have as far as like comfort foods so they have like the classic american apple pie uh mm-hmm. beef stew burritos cake casserole biscuits and gravy breakfast cereal chicken soup uh chili chocolate chocolate chip cookies french fries tamale pie uh pizza tamale <laughs> Grits, tomato soup with grilled cheese sandwich, fluffernutter. I'm. Do you? What's that? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is, but right now it's reminding me of. Okay, so like growing <laughs> up, I loved peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, strawberry jelly only, creamy peanut butter only, no crunchy, uh-huh. and the bread must be toasted. By the way, if there was a question about what a proper PB&J is supposed to look like. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, I love PB&J. I probably would still, like, get down with PB&J all the time if I felt like that was healthy. Um, um, So, yeah, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but I never in my life thought that it was anything but those two ingredients or three until I moved to the East Coast. And then apparently on the East Coast, or maybe just the people I knew there, they introduced me to the idea of peanut butter and fluff sandwiches, which is the marshmallow fluff. And apparently, I didn't even know that they sold it like that. I guess that's how you make Rice Krispies treats. I thought it was old school and you melted marshmallows. I didn't realize like there were 
it was now in a jar but yeah people will eat that with peanut butter and that's like the sandwich what i've still never tried one i don't care to necessarily um i mean i will if it's around but i'm not gonna go out of my way to make one yeah well according to good old google um that's what it is it's peanut butter and fluff cookies oh yeah so i guess it's like a popular thing i don't know i'm from california we don't eat that (laughs) i just love peanut butter in general yeah it's i mean it's really good i you know i have very specific memories of getting a spoonful of crunchy peanut butter and a coke And going to my mom's, like, bedroom, my parents' bedroom, to watch Friends. Like, it was just, like, a thing I did. And I was like, I'm going to get some. And then my mom's like, you don't want, like, a banana or something? And, like, no. Yeah. I just would be eating it like that. It was yeah. very odd. Well, but I, I would love do the peanut same. butter. I would do the same. But when I was younger, we would have the Nesquik powder in the house yes. to make chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. So I would get a spoonful of peanut butter and, like, dip it in the Nesquik powder what? and then I'd have like a <laughs> chocolate dusted peanut butter spoon and then that would be my treat you're a genius my mom taught me that one <laughs> what? I can't say I, I came up with it myself <laughs> they should like create something like peanut butter balls or something I mean I'm sure someone yeah. has I just don't bake I don't do that right <laughs> Uh, a lot of these are are very like classic American dishes, um, and I see like the melting pot going in with like uh, like uh, the the tamale pie. Have you ever had that? What is that? No, Do you... I, <laughs> I think it's like a casserole. Is. I think I've seen it on on like uh, Me Too or something like BuzzFeed Latino or something. Yeah, where like I think someone created it and they're like no no absolutely not like well you know what now that we're talking about this like i do feel like it can get too far sometimes and i don't like that (laughs) like i don't know like i like comfort foods but that doesn't mean i want all the comfort foods together in one you know what i mean like i love pizza and I love tacos. That doesn't mean I want a pizza taco. You know what I mean? Like, don't, like, make a taco out of my pizza. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to like it. <laughs> you know what website that reminds me of, though, right? Do you, no. I don't know if you remember. This was also really popular when we were in college. This is whyyourefat.com. Do you remember it that website? Va- I, it sounds fake. So I remember, like, the, the people we hung out with, they were, like, always looking into these random websites. And it was, like... There is this one, yeah. So th- this is why you're fat.com. I don't think it's in existence anymore. Um, or I don't know. People could try. I'll try it later. But um, that's what they would do. They would just do all these like random inventions, like donuts as buns, and then they would make yes. like, a burger <laughs> out of it. That is still a thing. Okay, so in our college town. There was a burger joint that opened up, I want to say, like, the year we graduated. Um, so good. And they had donut burgers. Oh. And I've never I've never been there because I was already gone, I think. I left that town when I graduated. So I never tried that burger, and nor do I know if that burger still exists at that establishment. But that was a really <laughs> popular thing for a while. I think it's everywhere. It's... 
Yeah. It's called the Luther... The Luther Burger or something. I don't know. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm sure to someone that's comfort food because it has your sweet, your salty, and your fatty. It sounds like maybe if it was me when I was 22, like post a few beers or, you know, mixed drinks, maybe yeah. I'll have a bite. But, you know, at 35, I'm just like, ah, eh, it's not for me. <laughs> It's like, I think my sense of adventure is a little bit more gone in the sense that I think I was more influenced at that age to, like, if I kept seeing something on the internet or, like, photos or something, then I would be like, I want to go to that location and eat that plate that I saw someone post about. Yeah. And now it's more like, I'm not going to go out of my way to go try something necessarily. Maybe like on a rare instance but like not on a regular basis um it's more now like i just want to know if this is a good place to eat so if i find some post about this specific restaurant and i'm like okay yeah the food looks good or it doesn't then i'll know if i want to go there or not yeah no i i think i'm less easily influenced although when i go on doordash i'm definitely like okay what's trending what's acclaimed right because i you know, if they're if they're getting popularity uh, votes, then it's probably for a reason. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a review girl too. Like I like yeah. reading reviews. Yeah, for and sure. Photos. Um, and I know that uh, cravings are definitely uh, an important part of of uh, of comfort food. Um, I know. Uh, definitely, when I was in nursing school, I was. <laughs> up and down with my weight because of the stress that I was in uh, and so I remember there was a point I think we were graduating and I had gained a lot of weight because you know what I would do Christy I would mm. get coffee ice cream from Trader Joe's and use a couple yeah. scoops as the creamer to my coffee so I would be <laughs> having these giant uh, mm. delicious cups of coffee extra sugary extra fatty so good but also you know you know <laughs> i gained a few pounds um so anyways i would get on these like keto diets or whatever and i would have these cravings of like this delicious food because like food's everything for me so um i remember finding these youtube mukbangs back yeah. in like 2015 2017 um and I don't know what it was about it. It's just this comfort of like, let me just watch you eat. And it wasn't even, I remember hearing about it. I'm like, what, people get paid for this? And so people in the US started doing it. So I guess this was really popular in Korea. Um, and then also I think just like generally like cam people <laughs> and just like mm -hmm. vlogging, talking, but then people just started eating. Like they don't even talk. Um, well, the ones in the U.S., I've noticed they do talk. They give, like, the little story, and then they start talking, and they start eating. And they would order these large amounts of foods, and it was always usually, like, really good foods. Like, whether it was, like, noodles or fast food. All the things that, at that moment, I wasn't able to eat because of my diet. So it provided me some comfort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Did you ever watch mukbangs? Did no, I never watched it. So, like, when I think of those videos, I usually think that it's, like, in the ASMR family. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Like I, I feel like that's why people like watching it, and I, that could be wrong. I don't know. It's just my assumption that I've had with it. And one thing about me is that I'm gonna like reveal some personal information now, but I've always kind of hated the sound of like chewing, and it's weird because it's not like it affects me all the time. Like, some people's chewing is fine. (laughs) Some levels of chewing is fine. It's just, like, very random. And I don't know, like, when it's going (laughs) to hit me. But, like, it irks me, like, to the point where I'm like, oh, my God. I'm about to, like... Like, if I could, I'd probably, like, turn into a Hulk and, like, be like, oh, my God. I was going to say, like, should I not sit next to you next time we have food together? No, see, this is why I always feel horrible sharing this because people then think that like I can't stand them and I can never eat a meal with them and that's not true I don't know (laughs) and I've it's gotten better as I've gotten older too but I looked it up one time or I saw an article about it one time and it has a name and I forget what it's called but it's like a sensory thing um and I'm not the only one in the world that feels this way I've found another friend who's very similar and yeah like it just it happens but I very much know it's a me thing. Misophonia. Yes, there you go. That's what it's called. Um, Thank you, HarvardHealth.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have misophonia. So if you're out there and listening and you also get irritated by the sounds of chewing, then just know you're not alone. Um, but that being said, I never was drawn to those kinds of videos because like, I that sounds like my personal hell. Like, I just don't want to watch people eating. But um, when I joined TikTok, like, TikTok, I've been on it for, like, a couple of years now. Um, I noticed that there's a lot of just, like, regular people who just would go out and, like, eating in your car was a big thing. Like, videos. Right. So people will just go, like, get some food real quick and they'll, like, record themselves eating it in their car. And... I would watch those like those are fine and I think sometimes those definitely influenced me because that one seemed a little bit more um, attainable right like if they're going somewhere like that maybe also is down the street from me right like (laughs) and like that's kind of like the whole chicken sandwich feud that happened like what in 2020 oh do you remember this I like do Oh my god, there was like a whole chicken sandwich war happening between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A, like which one has the best chicken sandwich. And then I think um, I remember that. Yeah. And then I think other establishment fast food establishments started coming out with the same type of chicken sandwich. But like I remember I got influenced by it and I was like, damn, I haven't had Popeyes in a really long time. I really want a Popeyes chicken sandwich now. And I went once, like on my lunch break, because there was one nearby my office, and the line was ridiculous. Like literally, like chicken sandwiches were sold out. Like by the time like I even made it to the window. Like that's how much this influence, like the social media influences people. I mean, they make it look so good. Yeah. Like the the crispy curves. Um, I think by then I was vegetarian. I, I was, but um, but I mean, it's I'm still human. I still have a nose. I I still think it yeah. smells good. Um, yeah. And I think that's what like great marketing can do. 
I mean, the way that food photography, making food um, aesthetically, like, pleasing, that's a whole, like, job, like, that I was even, like, I want to do that for a living, like, just, like, style food. Um, I remember my mind, like, was blown when I heard that people would use um, mashed potatoes as Mm -hmm. ice cream. Uh, Oh, not always, but, like, there was this one shoot, like, ba- behind the scenes that they would use uh, mashed potatoes as, like, vanilla ice cream to make it, like, not melt. Because you have all these lights on it, right? Oh, and so yeah. they use things that aren't food that make it look like food. Um, and so that's why a lot of people are, like, upset when they're just, like, I didn't get what was on the picture. It's like, yeah, you're not going to get what's on the picture, but they make it look so good. <laughs> I mean, it makes yeah. me crave it more. I mean, it, that's art right there for sure. Like, and people, regular people, do it with like I don't know. Taking pictures of your food is something that's been happening a lot too for a while now. And like, there's some people. I think you're one of them. I think you're really good at like, f- like taking video and photos of food. But like, no matter what I do, I can never get a good food picture. Like, I'll really? take pictures of my food. Yeah. I'll take pictures of my food, but I feel like it never comes out, like, good. <laughs> and that could just be my lack of, like, photography skills, but... You just have to see people, the vision, Christ- I Christine. know. You have to see the vision. Um, you have to frame it. You gotta, like, really, like... You know, I the know. lighting. Like, right now, you're lighting. We're, we're seeing each other on Zoom. And Christy's <laughs> lighting is, like, perfection right now. Like... <laughs> so it's I definitely know, like lighting and com- you know the whole composition angles and everything yeah, yeah. it's a lot but i don't know i do enjoy watching food videos not necessarily eating ones but i will watch some of them maybe on tiktok um and i'll watch cooking videos yes cooking yeah. What was like the first watching. cooking show that you remember watching? Ugh. Emerald. Yeah. Since what is it called? Bam. Yeah. Essence of Emerald. The like, Essence of Emerald. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What did um, he say? Bam. bam. He yeah. he was always encouraged by the audience to add bam as far as like pepper, extra garlic, extra cheese. So it's always been like having having that extra like the americans i feel we're all very like add extra sauce add extra this and that and this um to comfort foods like i know that i when i make mashed potatoes i add a lot of garlic and Mm. cheese and my mom's like you gotta not do that because people don't like that like (laughs) no i would love it (laughs) <laughs> that's Not like chilaquiles so <laughs> uh-huh. like my mom makes chilaquiles like we always ask my mom to make us chilaquiles for breakfast and when I was living with my sister uh, we really wanted chilaquiles so I t- assumed the role of like making them right and I basically just altered my mom's recipe by adding more garlic to my mm. recipe like whatever if my mom used two i used four like i just doubled it <laughs> and my sister loves garlic so she loved my chilaquiles all the time so she would always tell my mom that i make better chilaquiles oh. than her. <laughs> which i don't think that's true i think the difference is that i just made mine more garlicky 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's a little twist of flavor. Um, like I've mentioned like 10,000 times already, like I'm vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the foods that I grew up with, you know, I have them in a different way or just I'm trying to figure out how to make them. Um, so I grew up eating like carnitas, albondigas, um, a lot of like meat-centered dishes, Mexican dishes. Yeah. Uh, and so... I still make food, um, but it, you know, like I mentioned, it's a little different. I'll use soy chorizo with potatoes to make my picadillo and make the empanadas, or sopes or tamales. That's kind of the filling I'll use. Um, and so there's just you know different different reasons for different ways of how we make food, how we make you know I adjust and I guess I make new traditions and I hope my kid appreciates it she's gonna be like no i want real meat (laughs) uh we'll see um but uh but yeah i i think adjusting the the recipes that have been handed to us i think it's it's what happens you know after generations and um you know it's the new the new tradition and it's what we yeah what we make of it and what we can pass on Um, yeah so do you have any meals that you're looking forward to specifically for the holidays? Oh, um, I think we might have talked about this in our episode, our holiday episode last year, but um, tamales is like a big um it's like a big Christmas like or Christmas season uh, dish to have right and I haven't always liked them Um, so I think instead of making them this year we might be like ordering them which Mm -hmm. to me sounds more exciting (laughs) because usually when you buy them they're like really like I don't know they know they do it right you know (laughs) I mean, it depends so, where you buy them from, so you know well, you've had them before. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I just, you know, I don't know. They're like good ones. There's this, um. Uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like there's a spot that. So I follow a lot of like local, um, I don't know, news people or, like the chisme of like where I live, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a person who always like shouts out these tamales that are posted somewhere. Um, uh, in the city here mm-hmm. and the way that they dress them up like they dress them up real pretty with like crema you know they add sour cream salsa they put like crumbles of cheese and they're like I mean obviously it's for promotion but also it's like oh my gosh like tamales so you know how there are people that it's like I could eat tamales every day well I'm that kind of person like uh-huh. I could fry them, I could just microwave them, I could put an egg on top, I could put crema, I could just have them like that, you know, I could just eat them in my hand, like, <laughs> like I'll eat tamales. You'll um, eat them. And other people, like maybe like you or like my husband, they're just like, yeah, sure, but like it's not like my favorite thing. At least that's what he said. Like, and yeah, like it doesn't. I guess yeah. I understand. <laughs> It just, like, doesn't do it for me like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I... 
I think oh, pozole okay. for sure. Pozole is always a staple. Um, I can't think of like any other meals that we traditionally eat around Christmas that I'm like super excited for. Some of the appetizers though, like speaking about comfort, right? Like, um, my mom has always made this like uh, spinach dip, and we always make it the same way, and it's so easy. It's literally like packaged seasoning and like spinach (laughs) and like mayo I think like you just literally get like spinach mayo and um the seasoning and it just like tastes delicious and we always eat it with sourdough bread and like my mom made it for Thanksgiving and it hit the spot and like I just hope we also have it for Christmas like it's a very simple little thing that but we've always had it yeah I mean if it's something that I mean, that sounds so good. Just bread and spinach dip. It's funny because I just had spinach dip yesterday from Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And it's just so rich oh, with the bread. Yeah. <laughs> just give me bread. Give me all the carbs. Yeah. That makes me happy that I'll go to sleep with a beer or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, sorry, like, there's like little things. Like, so the meal can be like... There's, like, the main meal, there's the side stuff, there's, like, appetizers that maybe are just out, and then there's, like, the desserts and stuff, but, like, you know, just because we're on the theme of comfort, I just want to say that, like, having coffee is, like, comfort food also, you know what I mean? Like, it's this routine tradition that you have on a daily basis, right? Like, for me, I drink coffee every day. I haven't had my morning coffee today, so I already feel like I'm so sorry. hasn't started yet. <laughs> no, it's okay. I apologize. <laughs> but, like, having a morning coffee for me, maybe for you, it's, like, tea or whatever it is that you drink in the morning, but, like, that morning beverage is, like, so important. And for me, having that coffee, it's, like, a little bit of comfort every day that I just need to, like, for me to know that I'm going to go have a great day. Um, But coffee after a meal, especially, like, over the holidays and stuff, is also really comforting. Because for me, it's, like, it helps kind of settle your stomach. It's, like, something to just kind of, okay, I'm done eating. I'm going to enjoy this cup of coffee. I love that. Yeah. No, and it's, like, tradition to have, like, a cafecito after. Yes. And I I don't know. I, I just can't get into hot coffee, but I love that Do you like iced coffee? Yeah, that's all I could have. It's uh, not like, like I have, like, I'm restricted, but, like, like it's yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's all I could, I guess, crave? I don't know. I, warm coffee? Maybe it'll be a thing when I'm, like, older or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, but we did have... really good. We did have a couple submissions of uh, people's favorite comfort food. So thank you to those who submitted. <laughs> thank you yeah, to the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so someone by the name of... You mean of, 20. Yeah, 20. Oh, man, there's so many. Oh. <laughs> um, I know Amalia um, mentioned that Ooh. her favorite comfort food uh, are is um, tamales and caldo de pollo, which is like a like a chicken stew chicken soup. soup. Yeah, which is really um, you know delicious, warm, cozy. You know, I was never a caldo de pollo type of gal. Yeah, 
Um, Me neither. By the way, shout out Amalia. I miss you. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, you know what? I was like, I was a little shooketh recently because um, my mom had made chicken caldo de pollo recently, and I was like, meh, I'm not gonna eat that. And uh, she's like, yeah, you're not really a soup person, and I was like. I was so offended. I don't know why. Because <laughs> in my head, I've always been a soup person. Like, I love soup, you know? But then I guess, like, she had a point, though. Because, like, I don't always want it. Like, I just don't. I, I think I only want soup when I, like, <laughs> I'm not feeling good. <laughs> so if I am feeling good, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> How dare my mom know me well. I know, but like you know when people call you out on stuff and it just kind of like it's not who you think you are, but then <laughs> it turns out that is who you are. I was just like, I can't believe this. I mean, it's like the same thing with like saltine crackers and red Gatorade. Like that reminds me of all the times I've like thrown up as a kid when I was sick. So <laughs> I don't want to drink that when I'm normal. Like. Uh, Okay, our other submission. <laughs> moving on. Uh, our other submission is um, this person nicknamed the Pumpkin King. Um, <laughs> that was the pen name they wanted to go by. <laughs> uh, they like uh, they like tacos, but they like um, like avocado with nopal salad, cactus salad. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess they're just like uh, they said. Like the simple foods are what what they like, um, and you know, I I think that's also like an important point where, yes, we do like really embellished meals of like extra cheese, extra sauce. But sometimes, sometimes we just want an avocado and a corn tortilla, and just put a little bit of salt on it, or you know, some something that is like just really simple you know the simple foods are really good they are well. really good oh my god my my favorite snack when i was a kid was queso fresco and tortilla that's it oh, like yeah. just roll it up and and what's queso fresco amazing. for our non-spanish speakers christy i don't know <laughs> what is it fresh cheese fresh it's like, cheese it's like mexican cheese or something but is that a thing like if i told someone like hey do you have any fresh cheese like, are you gonna... <laughs> like and it's not like you could go to like whole foods and be like hey where's your fresh cheese mexican right? style i don't know uh i, remember I think s- there's oh sorry go ahead no because it's funny um someone actually i had a i had some mexican food and i it came with like a slice of cheese like queso fresco and they're like what is that tofu and i was like no it's like fresh cheese and i in my mind i was like did i say that right like is that did that translate over like queso fresco i was like i I mean i guess just mexican cheese i don't know it's a literal translation but i will say like for my non-spanish speaking non queso fresco knowing people um the closest thing i can think of to it is like farmer's cheese have you ever had farmer's cheese it's like raw milk no i mean it kind of looks like queso fresco and kind of tastes like it too oh i mean there's a lot of fresh cheese i mean think about it you have like your mozzarellas and yeah 
it's um, a different it's like a it's it's a different texture though how would it like it is or you have like uh feta which is a different texture and flavor too flavor. but like you know what i mean like yeah, it's yeah. that consistency of yeah, it yeah 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 um i agree i don't know but anyway it's good cheese and i would just mm. put it in a tortilla heat it up and then you know oh my god perfect. it's true and I wouldn't e- and it it's- wouldn't even be a quesadilla like it's not melted exactly it's, it's cold <laughs> exactly that's what i was gonna say i'm like you think of cheese and a tortilla as like a quesadilla but right. it's not it's it's like the cheese holds its structure its flavor and its cold freshness yeah so good but you know fun fact my my grandmother actually used to sell cheese uh for mm-hmm. a living and back in mexico and her cheese you know it's actually something i would love to recreate one day i would love to make cheese and it's like a it's a process you could do i mean we could do anything right so maybe that'll be one of my like goals for next year making cheese making cheese that would be really cool i don't know make your own bread (gasps) no you could bake the bread because i am not a baker chrissy I'm even less of a baker than you are. <laughs> I burnt, I burnt the the top. I just I'm, now I got like <laughs> I got like all nervous about it now. Yeah. But um, anyways, um, yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, <laughs> um, and I guess just to wrap up comfort food, I what I take from it is that you know we. We make comfort food what what we want it to be at the moment that you know what we experience you know if you want you know some rice cakes and that's your comfort go for it you know you don't necessarily have to have like a cheese filled fried mozzarella stick or something um, right. and so I will continue to eat my hot Cheetos uh, as they give me comfort sometimes except when I have acid reflux um, so. <laughs> Uh, any any other words, Christy? Yeah, I mean, I just want to point out that, like, you know, comfort foods, we spend a lot of time talking about foods that we used to eat when we were kids because that's just kind of what it is. It's, like, nostalgic, and it's, like, it was good that one time. It's probably going to be good this time. Like, it's just, you know it's going to maybe taste. this. It's reliable, right? So... I don't know. Um, and it can evolve over time. And it yeah. doesn't have to be associated with, like, stress and, like, negative feelings. It can be good stuff. Exactly. Um, and uh, with that, I wanted just to also mention that Christy and I have been working on something and soon enough we'll be having some merch out yes you've been sending us messages and we've been hearing you and we are going to reply with giving you guys some really good merch for your water bottles for your laptops for your tablets for your whatever vision boards we're coming out with stickers yes (laughs) 
you can get your fun doing the least sticker packs tell them where Cynthia so there's this little shop that I actually run as well I know it's another thing I do um, for fun and it's called El Cactus Dorado the golden cactus but it's it's called El Cactus Dorado and it's on Etsy Um, there you'll find um, the stickers for doing the least podcast Um, and they should be going up as soon as you hear this and we really hope to um, send these out once you place your orders we do have a limited amount of these stickers so if you want to you know rep your 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 support you know get them while they're they're there Um, and and yeah, yeah we'll be posting the information um again it's el cactus dorado in etsy yeah and for those who don't know the our podcast um art was done by cynthia she's very uh talented and she has done really good on creating these stickers and if you enjoy listening to us you want to show us support this would be a really fun way to do so and we would appreciate any support that you guys can give us by rocking these stickers yes um, I don't know. I guess stickers are just a really fun way of expression. Um, it is fun. Are you kidding me? I have like my water bottles covered with stickers, and I never used to do that before. I just started doing it, and I get so many compliments on my water bottle. Oh. And it's like, thanks. <laughs> I just had a lot of stickers. Um, but yeah, it is fun. Yes. Get your stickers while they last. Um, we'll put the link again as always we have our social media on Instagram that we're most um, active on so again it's doing the least podcast on Instagram you can email us at doing the least podcast at gmail.com um, send us your thoughts your comments what would you like for us to talk about next um, send us your comfort foods so we could have a conversation yeah and don't forget to leave us some reviews, rate us on whatever platform you listen to us. We appreciate all of that. We've seen a few come in already, and it means the world to us. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, everyone. I guess until next time, thank you for doing, doing the least. <laughs> Bye. Bye.